Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. morning all my coffee drinking people good morning everybody yes and amen we're live we on it good morning it's a rainy morning here but that's okay we need the rain it's our chickens and lay eggs <laughs> hey y'all y'all like my shirt this got, i got this from my secret sister amen good morning everybody it's time for coffee i hope you have your coffee Good morning. I need you to tag people today who are a basket case. Amen. Just start listing off people who are basket cases. I mean, really, you know you know a lot of basket cases. So share this broadcast and tag people who you know are basket cases. That's just the only word I could think of. It's the only, it's the, and it's true. There's so many basket cases in the world. I ain't going to say it. Listen, welcome. Welcome to Coffee with Kathy. Let's get this show on the road. I hope you got my daily devotional journal. Listen, avoid the temptation to measure someone by their worst moment. How many of you do that? How many of you measure somebody by their worst moment? You know, somebody can have just a one-off day, and man, we remember that the rest of our life. We form our opinions and judgments about them and, and cut them off quicker and quicker than you can shake a stick at Avoid the temptation to measure someone by their worst moment. Don't let someone's failure stop you from believing in their potential. Don't try to box God in. Be open. Be flexible. Remain in a state of expectancy. Isn't that so good? Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Give me a hand up emoji so I know you're here. I see that you're here, but I need to know you're here. So wave to me. Amen. Everybody, wave to me. Or you could give me a coffee cup emoji. I know you're having coffee if you put a coffee cup emoji on there. Or I guess some of you weirdos can put water or tea, whatever it is you're drinking. It's not coffee. We let y'all into this chat room, even if you're not a coffee drinker. Good morning, Kathy. I laughed and laughed at your pictures. <laughs> this was so good, Kathy Warner. <laughs> good morning. Um, and then uh, Colossians 3.13, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, guess what you're supposed to do? Forgive them. As the Lord forgives you, you must forgive. Forgive each other. So stop measuring people by their worst moment. Amen. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, everybody. Start tagging people who are a basket case. Amen. Are you a basket case? I have been a basket case in my life maybe one time. One time. Anytime I have to hang around my family, I'm probably more basket case than not. <laughs> and I can say that because my mom is on the road traveling, so she won't be listening. She's a basket case. Listen, if you want to know like a real true basket case, you should meet my mama or my sister. Is Carrie here? <laughs> oh, yes. Tag all the basket case people. Uh, tag, my, tag my cousin Gigi. Uh, Regina, tag her because she's surely a basket case. Um, you could tag Justin and Pamela because they 100% a basket case. Anybody that hangs around me is a basket case. <laughs> so you should start sharing the uh, broadcast. We'll give everybody a minute to get on. I'm talking about today, are you 
a basket case? Are you a bucket of nerves? Are you all jumbled up inside? Is there a basket emoji? Is there? Oh, hallelujah. Somebody put a basket emoji uh, in the comments right now. <laughs> um, basket emoji. Amen. This is funny. <laughs> Where is everybody? Let's go with it. I got new, new podcast episodes every Tuesday and Thursday in case you didn't just see that flash across the screen. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So today another one I hit. We hit the ground running. So many pad. Oh, hey, Laura. Oh, there is a basket emoji. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Welcome, Justin. Welcome, Laura. Good morning, everybody. Glad you're here. We're talking about are you a basket case? And if it's not for you, it is for somebody you know who is a basket case. And we're going to help them in Jesus' name. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We're putting a basket emoji. Good morning, Jim and Mary. We're putting a basket emoji in the comments so that we know you're watching. <laughs> All right. Are there certain habits and attitudes you just can't seem to shake? I mean, no matter how hard you try, you've got these habits, you've got these attitudes, and you try and try so hard to shake them, to get rid of them, but you just can't do it. I'm going to help you today. It is surprising to me at how many freedoms we have in this country, how free this country is that we live in. But despite having so many personal freedoms that we enjoy, I find that many people still find themselves in bondage. It's the most free country, and so many people are in bondage. So we're going to talk about that today. Yes and amen, Laura. You are right. Yes, this attitude. Ah, <laughs> Uh, but we're going to talk about being in bondage, uh, all the ways uh, people stay in bondage in the most free country there is, but we still wrapped up in bondage. And, you know, God's word can set us free. So I'm going to teach us probably over the next few weeks how to get free from the bondage of sin, from the bondage of bad attitudes, from the bondage of habits, hookups, and hangups. There's a good title, Habits, Hookups, and Hangups. And I'm going to help you get out of that basket. Amen. Basket emoji. If you want to get out of that basket, you want to stop walking around being a basket case. Because, you know, this is the thing. We walk around, look at each other in the face. We look at each other in the eyes and we realize that, you know, there's a lot more inside of people than meets the eye. You know, you see people on the outside and they look like they got it all put together. They dress nice. They're smiling. They live in the good life. Allegedly, they look like they're all put together. But the sad thing is, in many of their hearts, many of them have very pressing needs. And they may not show it on the outside because we're good at putting on a front, especially if you're a woman. We're good at putting on a front, right? There are many of us Christians who are not walking in freedom. We're a basket case. Christian people who are a basket case. There are issues. There's bondage. There's trouble. People have issues with so many things. You should just write a list of all the issues you have. And if you can't think of any, ask your spouse. They can write plenty of issues. Except my spouse, he probably got a blank piece of paper because I have zero issues. Well, that went over good. And he ain't on here to deny it, so there you go. But, you know, a lot of prayer requests that we get here are marriage issues. A lot of prayer requests that we get are family issues. So many prayer requests on personal struggles. 
So many prayer requests on relationship problems. It's true. We get a lot of, there's a lot of desperate people out there that have pressing needs that are real needs people have. Yes, tag him because he's a basket case, Sarah. You are right. Tag him. For example, I just wrote a list of some of the prayer requests that we get just in the course of a week. First one, I'm so lonely and empty inside. My marriage is empty and I'm afraid. That's a huge request. That's a real person has that real request. I'm not sharing their names with you because some of them are you. Another one, my husband and I are under attack. Anger and criticism is tearing us apart. Another one, I would like to feel totally healed of the guilt that I have. I would like to be healed of the failed commitment of a marriage that ended up in divorce. I need to be healed of this pain I'm suffering from. A real request from a real person. Here's another one. My child is in rebellion. That was probably me. I can't remember. That's probably my request. I have a child that's in rebellion. If I see her right now, I beat the fire out of her. I, I, listen, I am purposely wearing flip-flops until she comes home because I intend to take one off and spank this child. Amen? <laughs> so I'm going to wear flip-flops until then in Jesus' name. My child is in rebellion. That's happened to all of us. My spouse is in a depression and I'm barely hanging on myself. These are true requests from people. Uh, some of the issues uh, of guilt, of past failure, of other people um, hurting me, of, of personal heart struggles, I'm barely hanging on. I'm depressed, my spouse is depressed, and we're barely hanging on. That's true, Laura. My heart is so heavy. This is another request. My heart is so heavy. I have past failures I want to let go of so I can move on with Jesus, but my heart is heavy. I'm in an addictive relationship. There's addiction in my relationship. This is just, this is just random prayer requests that we get. It's so painful. This, this addictive relationship leaves me feeling abandoned and worthless. I mean, hand up emoji if you've ever been there before. Another one, I hate the ugly things in me. I'm so tired of these ugly things in me. I'm tired of selfishness in me. I'm tired of anger in me. I'm tired of bitterness in me and jealousy. I'm tired of having a critical spirit. I hear these things from people. Hand up emoji if, it, if you've said any of these things in your lifetime. If you struggled so far with any of these kinds of things, a hand up emoji. My, here's another one. My life is a mess, Kathy. I'm a single parent. I'm working more than 40 hours a week. There's not enough money. I've got college coming up for my kids. I, I live in a constant state of worry and fear and inadequacy. I have self-hatred. I have low self-esteem. And um, I don't let God be in charge. I need help. These are real requests. These are basket case people are a basket case. Number 10, I've been living a Christian. I've been a Christian for many years, but I feel empty. I feel frozen. I feel far away. A Christian. I've been living as a Christian with this issue, with these problems. Here's another one. My heart is so hardened. I don't care about anything anymore. I have a hard heart and I'm cold and I don't care about anything anymore. 
I mean, have you ever faced any of these kind of things? I mean, have you ever faced things so bad for so long that you just become immune to the pain? That, that you just be, you've been so hurt that you finally just got into a place where you just detach yourself and you just cut away from the pain. You just ignore it. You really are frozen to it. Have any of you ever been there? Just me. But I'm reminding you, these are real people. These are real requests, real people, real regrets, real struggles. And, and some of these are you. Maybe not you listening right now, but some of these are you that will be listening in the future because I put a new podcast out every Tuesday and Thursday. So a new podcast out every Tuesday and Thursday means you're eventually going to hear this message at some point and you would identify and say, this is me. This is me. These are people we go to church with, y'all. These are people that we sit next to. These are people that we work with. These are people at the water cooler or the coffee pot. Right? They're active. Some of them are active, involved Christians, committed Christians. But you look at them, and you wouldn't have any idea what's going on on the inside of them because you ask them how they're doing, and what do they say? I'm fine. What do we always say? I'm fine. I got one kid that's notorious. He just says, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. And you're looking at him like, it's not fine. Look at your hair. It's not fine. Right? But that's what they say. How many times have somebody asked you something? What time on Tuesday? Um, just random times, Kathy, random times. You know, because Sarah has a life and busy with things. So she got a ch her second chicken egg today. So she's super, super happy because she got her little baby chicken egg. But just so everybody knows, of all of our chickens, my chicken, hallelujah, my chicken is the first chicken to lay eggs. Of course. Of all the things, we, Sarah's got a chicken, Mikey's got a chicken, uh, 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 Phoebe's got a chicken, but just so y'all know, Dad's got a chicken, but my chicken is the first one. So let it be known, okay? But you know, they nod and they smile and they say fine, but on the inside, things are not fine. How many times has somebody asked you and you said, I'm fine, right, Waynette? That's my cousin. I'm fine. Or how many times have you asked somebody and they're like, it's fine. How many times have you had a fight with your spouse and they say, you know, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine. But let me say, it's okay to say it's fine if it really is fine, but it's not okay to say it's fine if it's not fine. Now, I get positive confessions. You know, you ask me how I am, I'm going to say great because my confession is that I'm great. But don't say I'm fine when there's clearly something wrong that you need to talk about. You need to speak up about. You need to get it off of you. Stop backpacking it. How many of you walk around with a backpack like you got this Dora the Explorer backpack on and you just packing things and packing things and all of a sudden you just explode like I'm fine. And it's like, no, you ain't. Girl, no, you ain't. I can tell you ain't fine. Everything ain't fine. Right? But we, uh, the fact is, a lot of us say we're fine, but we're dying on the inside, and that's not okay. It's okay to say you're great because you're great. It's okay to confess you're great, but it's not okay to be dying on the inside and not speak up and talk about it. If I talk to Christians, there are a number of adjectives I would use to describe the many of people. If I talk to 10 Christians on any given day, all right, 100 on any given week, Here's the words I would use to describe Christians 
See if any of these words describe you, and if they do, type the word. Be bold enough and courageous enough and honest enough to type the word in the comments so that other people can see they're not the only ones with this issue, right? How many of you would describe yourself as frazzled? How many of you would describe yourself as exhausted, burned out, overwhelmed, confused, angry, frustrated, These are adjectives used to describe Christians that I come in contact with. Discouraged, defeated, depressed, unstable, uptight, insecure, lonely, and fearful. Basket case, hashtag basket case. Can you just type the word that you've struggled with maybe this week, maybe even this month or this year? Maybe 2021, could you just type the word of any of the words that you've struggled with as a Christian so that other people can see? And then hashtag basket case, because that's what all these adjectives really, really pile up to be a basket case. And you, you know, you would say, wow, people really are basket case. You're about to see in the comments because enough people are going to type, type out the word. I would say that I have felt lonely this year. I have been fearful. I have been frazzled and exhausted, usually after food pantry day. (laughs) I've been burned out. I've been overwhelmed. Sure, I've been confused. I promise you I've been angry. If you have a teenager or a toddler, you better be typing the word angry, hashtag angry. (laughs) Right? Defeated. I felt defeated. I felt a little uptight and insecure. These are words that describe Christian people. Right? But, you know, aside from Jesus, we're all basket cases. Without Jesus, without me looking to Jesus, I am a basket case. And so are you, right? But the fact is that even with Christ, there are many areas of our life that we're not surrendering to his lordship. Like we're letting him be the savior, but we're not letting him be the Lord of our life. The reason we're a basket case is he's our savior, but he's not our Lord. He's not the Lord of our life. We're not letting him direct our steps. We're not letting him lead and guide us and direct us, right? We got him being our savior. That part we got down pat. But is he your Lord? And we're experiencing some of these emotions and experiences in our life because he's not the Lord of our life. In fact, I hear from Christians, believe it or not, I hear from Christians in church who are suicidal. Seriously. And you probably know people right now who claim to be Christians and who would admit they're suicidal or have been suicidal this year. I ain't going to deny that I've wanted to go to heaven at the end of 2020. I wanted Jesus to come on back immediately. Amen? Because we're living around all these ridiculous people. People are so desperate. People are so frustrated. People are so bound. People are hashtag bound. They think that life is not worth living because they've been backpacking or they've been running around saying everything's fine when everything's not fine. And people share with me so many bondages. There are bondages of shame. You're holding on to bondages of guilt. You're you're in bondage to shame. That means you can't let it go. It's bound you up. It's got you tied up. Bondages uh, of relationships in your past. It might be something, uh, your own failure or the failure of others that's still playing a role in your life, your past. You're bound up by your past. You're still in chains by, and locked up by your past. Many people are walking around 
with things of the past, like a huge weight around their neck, just dragging it with them through life from something that happened so long ago, or maybe even something that just happened last week. There are bondages of fear. Some of you really are bound up in fear, fear of rejection, fear of being alone, fear of harm, fear of, of uh, longing for approval. You're afraid people won't like you. You're afraid people won't approve of you. You're afraid. You're an emotional prisoner, right? Does this all make sense? Am I the only one? <laughs> people are living with things like worry. You're living with anger. You're living with bitterness. You're just going through the motions. you got self-pity. You're depressed. You're suicidal. And you're just living with it every day. You're just living with it. And there are people who uh, are living with a bondage of um, addiction, addictive behaviors. Maybe you don't drink and smoke and, you know, smoke and chew and run with those who do, but you have an addiction yourself. A lot of people have bondage to food. I hear this constantly. A lot of people are bound up by food issues. There's gluttony. There's zero self-control, right? I mean, I for sure have self-control issues when it comes to, like, okay, if Laura Page makes pumpkin bars with cream cheese icing on them, there's no self-control there, right? If any of you made me peanut butter cookies with a chocolate Hershey Kiss right in the middle of it, oh, Jesus. I feel, I feel like Pamela Smith is going to do that or something. I don't know. I feel, I feel like somebody out there, maybe it's not you, Pamela. Maybe I'm just being prophetic. My sister is a cookie person. Maybe my sister is going to make peanut butter cookies with a little chocolate Hershey kiss right in the middle of it and ship them to us, meaning me. But um, we're preaching about self-control, so we're not going to talk about cookies today. I rebuke that in Jesus' name, but 4242 West Riverside Boulevard is my address if you're going to ship them to me. Yes, Justin, it's true. He says, I've calmed down on the eating a lot. It's true um, because uh, it's self-control problems. I, I pray every day for self-control. You know, self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit that we just have. We don't really even have to pray for it because we just have it. We have the fruits of the spirit. It's, but what I need to pray is that I operate in the fruit I already have, which is self-control. Amen. But this is, people are in bondage to food. People are in bondage to caffeine other than coffee, which we're not talking about that today. So, so we'll talk about that another day. But, but if you just have to have something, like you can't do without it, that's an addiction. That's a bondage. If you can't just wake up tomorrow and not do it, not eat it, not drink it, not smoke it, whatever, then that's a bondage. And so many Christians are running around bound up. It's true. But except for coffee. Now, I ain't preaching against coffee because it's coffee with Kathy. Obviously, you have to have that. But <laughs> listen, if the flip-flop fits, wear it. Ha is there a flip-flop emoji? Are we about to find this out? There's a flip-flop emoji? But this is not the way God intended it to be. Can I tell you, God did not intend for us to be in bondage. He did not intend for us to be bound up by things. He did not intend that. You know how I know? Because John 10.10 10 says, somebody type John 10.10. 10. 
There is a flip-flop emoji. Oh, yes and amen. I need to use this more in my life. I, I, I don't have this in my recents. Well, Jesus said, I'm come that they might have life and that they might have life more abundantly. He, he did not come that they may be bound and bound up all the days of their life. He did not say, I have come that they would be bound to sin, that they would be bound up uh, with their past, that they would be in bondage and have bondage more abundantly. No, he says, I've come that they would have life and life more abundantly, right? John 8, 32, Jesus said, and you shall know the truth. I know you know this verse. And the truth shall make you free. The truth of God's word makes you free. The truth does not keep you bound. The truth makes you free. So if you're bound, if you find yourself in one of these bondages, you got to get the truth in you. Oh, yes and amen. There's a cookie and a coffee emoji. You should put those on the same comment line. Amen. Put those on the same comment line. That is genius. Cookie and coffee with Kathy. I might be... We might have some new we might have some new things coming up, y'all. I mean, if it was a peanut butter cookie with a Hershey kiss right on top, that would be a different story. Oh, Gigi's on. Good morning, Gigi. I told Sarah to tag everybody that's a basket case. <laughs> I hope that you guys are tagging people right now who are a basket case. They are full of all of these things. They are frazzled. You need to tag frazzled people right now. You need to tag exhausted people, burned out people, overwhelmed, people who are confused and angry, people who are frustrated and discouraged, people who are defeated and depressed, unstable and uptight and insecure and lonely and fearful. That's just to name a few adjectives of the people that you should be tagging right now. It's cookies and coffee with Kathy. Also, Jesus said, John 8, 36, he went on to say, if the son makes you free, guess what? You are free indeed. So you can't have bondages. You cannot be bound if you are free. That's just true. I have to ask you, as you think about your own walk, are you free? And I mean really free. Ask yourself right now, am I free? Type it in the comments. Are you free? Are you free? Ask yourself. I mean, it's a good thing for you to do today is just keep asking yourself, am I really free? Like, am I free from bitterness? Or do every time I see that person scroll through my Facebook, I'm irritated? Do I stalk them out? Do I go look them up? And am I free from bitterness? Am I free from anger? If I saw that person in the grocery store on aisle four, would it be like, clean up on aisle four? Because you caught them or something, right? Are you free? Am I really free? Father, am I free from all bondages? Am I free? Am I free from frustration? Am I free from bitterness and anger against that person or that school or that business or that place? You know, am I really free? That's, that's something that you need to ponder today. You need to ponder every day. You know, do you just find yourself in a season of life that you're, where you're just existing? Like, ask yourself, am I just coping Am I just surviving? Am I just existing? You know, I get up every day, do the same thing, go to bed, get up every day, do the same thing, go to bed. Am, am I just barely keeping my head above water? Am I just barely, you know, you, you got the water up to here. It's already covered your mouth and you're just breathing through your nose. Like you're just barely got your head above water. Can I tell you that's not free? That's just surviving. 
Speaking of surviving, last week we talked about Survivor. Thank you so much to all you who let me know it was back on. I watched it. Amen. And I'm, and I'm contemplating making the video to uh, be on Survivor because I could do it. I could do it. I need a nap. <laughs> yes, Lord, I need a nap. <laughs> you and me both, I need a nap. But what if I told you that instead of being miserable and frustrated and living in your current bondage, living in constant bondage, what if I told you that you could live a life described by these adjectives? What if I told you you could live a joyous life? What if I told you you could live a contented life where you could be content in where you are? You could be content with what you have. You could be content today. What if I told you you could live a loving life, a radiant life, a confident life, a gracious life, a peaceful life, a stable life? What if I told you you didn't have to be a basket case, that you could actually be stable, that you could really walk in freedom? And I know life can be hard. I get it. But what if I told you you could really walk in freedom? You could really be free. From all these things, these struggles, these things that have you bound. That's right, Lord. What if I could told you you could live with an attitude of gratitude every day? <clears throat> there's problems, there's difficulties, there's pressures. But do you know that according to the word of God, we can walk through the realities of every day, every day of your life. You can walk through those difficulties. You could walk through those problems. You could walk through pressure every day. You could walk through disappointments. You could walk through loneliness, loss, rejection, even death of a loved one. You can walk through that in freedom. You can. No matter what your day throws at you, you can actually walk in freedom. You really can. One person even confessed to me how free she got from just sitting in church and letting the Word of God minister to her. And she had been to conferences and seminars and read all of these books. And she had tried to do all these things on her own. And she just went to church one time. And the Word of God ministered to her and she got free. We can be free. I'm going to spend the next few weeks talking about this. I'm going to talk about how to get free, how to stay free, how we end up in bondage in the first place, and how to get out of it and stay out of it. So I hope you come back every Thursday for the next few weeks because I'm going to teach you get rid of that bondage. Amen. I'm going to teach you about getting out of it. You see, the life that Jesus promises and the freedom that he has to offer us is not going to be found in your circumstances. It's going to be found in the truth of his word. It's going to be found in the word. And you need the word in you. He said in John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Yes, type hashtag freedom. That's so good. Hashtag freedom. And when Christ sets you free, you are free indeed. You never have to be a prisoner again. You will never be a prisoner again when he sets you free. He keeps you free. Right? No more, no more, no more. Like Carrie said earlier, hashtag enough. Enough bondage. Enough being tied up and held back. Not doing it anymore. So, I hope you got your Coffee with Kathy devotional. I hope you read it today. I hope you journaled about it today. It's good to get in the habit of journaling. Every day, get in the habit of journaling. 
Uh, so get my book. Everybody that buys my book, make sure you go and leave me a review because I'm going to be on the New York uh, uh, bestsellers list. Amen. That's my confession. So I need y'all to write me a review uh, wherever you bought my book from. Amen. And thank you for partnering with Coffee with Kathy. We feed in hundreds of people a day. And so your gift matters. Thank you for all you who hashtag donated last week. It was huge. Thank you so much for doing that. You can just hit hashtag donate and you'll be able to partner with Coffee with Kathy and help us feed some hungry kids every day and hungry people. I'm hungry, but I'm going to practice self-control. Amen. Until Pamela gets here with those cookies. Or, or my sister um, uh, ships them to me. Y'all should check out her page. I forget what it's called. Serendipity or something. What is it, Carrie? Tell us how people can go look at all your cookies. Bleh. Well, I love all y'all. I hope you make it a coffee drinking kind of day. I'll give her just a few minutes to type. It's serendipity shop, ain't it? I don't know. Everybody needs to be friends with everybody. Make sure you go through the comments and friend everybody so all y'all can be friends with everybody. We need to be held accountable, amen? We need good Christian people in our lives. So you need to be friends with everybody in my comments. Everybody's a friend of me should be a friend of you. I got about 5,000 of them, so everybody needs to uh, make a friend. I'll give it just a second because there's a delay. Because I'm ahead of all y'all. Just so y'all know, I hear Coffee with Kathy before y'all hear Coffee with Kathy because there's like how many seconds? Ten seconds? Oh, geez, we're going to sit here forever. Okay, we're about ten seconds ahead of all y'all, so. <laughs> Carrie, where you at, Carrie? Carrie Ann, quit baking them cookies and tell everybody where they can find your shop because you can buy cookies and she'll ship them to you. And she makes these little things, what are they called? Hot chocolate bombs? Oh, you ain't allowed to say that word on, on uh, social media. She makes these hot chocolate things you put in hot chocolate and it's so great. Well, I don't know where she went. She probably went to make my cookies. But listen, y'all go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. Next week, we're going to talk about how to get out of this bondage, how to stay out of this bondage. So you need to find people who are all bound up and invite them to join Coffee with Kathy next week in Jesus' name. And remember, tag everybody who is lonely, has suffered rejection, who has um, coping problems, Wait for it. Who is frazzled, exhausted, burned out, overwhelmed, confused, and angry? You need to tell them they need to watch the broadcast today. Hey, Wendy, good morning. Hey, all of y'all. I'm glad y'all joined me today. Tag people who are a basket case, amen, and tell them well, we're going to get set free of all that in Jesus' name. So more on that next Thursday. I love all y'all. Go make it a coffee-drinking, egg-fetching, dog-walking, cat-killing kind of day. Introducing the Coffee with Kathy Daily Devotional Journal. It has daily encouragement, confessions, reading plans, and more. Available on coffeewithkathy.com or Amazon Prime. You can also check out the Coffee with Kathy sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and bundles on coffeewithkathy.com. Also, if you haven't already, take a minute to subscribe to the Coffee with Kathy podcast where you can get encouraged weekly. Now go make it a coffee drinking kind of day.